I've got Louis the Pooey. And I'm Pious. not going to... Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I've got now. I'm going to take the fifth. You're taking the fifth, mate. Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's the highbrow podcast where intellectuals and academics <laughs> convene to discuss great moments in history. Yes, we do. In today's symposium, Jacob Yap will be facing off against Nathaniel Tapley under the strict supervision, uh, having their work vivid by Lizzie Simon Roper. Oh, I Lizzie. thought I was just here to make the tea. Do you want a biscuit, gentlemen? I don't know. I'm not serving any of that Earl Grey, Mark. It's I breakfast or nothing. What do you want? A peak friends. Peak friends? Mm. None of that in here. When I went it's into not London. the Ramada Jarvis, you know. When I was little, the peak friends factory was just beside the railway line when I went into London. And it smelled so good. God, who are so you? Good. Christopher Robin? Yes. And all my wonderful imaginary friends, which for some reason I've named Pooh. I don't know why. <laughs> when I was a little Last boy, year, I was busy getting every day for a bit. And on my way in, I went over what I could only see was a bakery and it smelled of toast. And every morning I went, Am I having a stroke? Oh no, it's the toast factory. <laughs> toast factory? <laughs> when I actually had toast I factory. Why does it smell of toast? Ah. You expected to smell of bread and it didn't. It smelled very specifically of toast. Now, was this canned toast or what are you talking about, Toast Factory? That's <laughs> <laughs> where they do the pate toasts. It's that one factory where they make the Melbourne toast. Pate toasts. Who are you? Lord Fauntleroy. The boiled egg factory. <laughs> Let's go to the 5th of October, 2020. Let's. When. What? 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 The... what? No. 1936, not 20, I'm reading long, <laughs> because I write all the diary, sometimes Amazing. I read the top line. Okay. Yeah. The, the bit that's in your handwriting, read that. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. let's make history. Yes. Let's today. do it. 1936, William Forrest, reporting from the Spanish Civil War, came up with a whole new expression which we still use to this very day. Reporting Is it all on... blimey now? I couldn't eat another thing. I'm absolutely stuffed. He did. That was exactly right. It was after Madrid had fallen, um, he was he was made to eat sausages by the Republicans, <laughs> and he they said you're going to eat until you die, and he said no, I couldn't eat any more. I'm stuffed, and he threw up everywhere, and that is why the Republicans <laughs> lost the Civil War. So they were too busy watching William Forrest vomit to win a war. That's mine. What's yours? No. no! <laughs> OK. General Franco had said he was going to take Madrid and he said he had four columns of uh, infantry. They said, four columns isn't going to be enough. Four columns is going to be nowhere near enough. He said, ah, I have four columns with me and then I have a fifth column inside Madrid. And that's where we get the phrase, the fifth column, meaning a group of people who will work with the enemy if they surround you. It became very popular very quickly. By June 1940, Life magazine was warning of Nazi fifth columns uh, all over the world uh, especially because France fell so quickly the, everyone thought oh there are probably loads of I mean it's almost like there are lots of Nazis everywhere but most of the time they keep quite quiet until actually Nazi armies turn up mm. and then they let you know what they really think uh, the New York Times identified fifth columns in Poland Czechoslovakia, Norway, Holland uh, and the idea of the fifth column led to the internment of Japanese Americans throughout the Second World War and that's what I've got, what have you got Jake? Um, I've got uh Louis the Pious, which mm. is just begging for a mispronunciation. Yes. I mean, come on. It look, when you look at it, you're like, oh, Louis the Pooey. 
so we are going back right now to uh, the 5th of October, 816. What? Blimey. And Louis the Pooey is crowned Emperor of the Holy Roman Empire mm. by the Pope. Ooh. The Pope. The It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not particularly sophisticated stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Tease. Yes. Uh, So, uh, what a guy. What a guy he was. Mm. No idea. Meant to read up on the notes beforehand. Then didn't. Uh, Anyway, there were lots of uh, civil wars and stuff. Yep. And um, I don't know who he was. I don't really know where he was. (laughs) I should have we'll literally to fill not done in. my homework for this one. He had the three children who we've talked about a few times. He had uh, Charles the Fat. And... Oh, right. Was that him? It was. Oh, no. He was the dad. Yeah, he's the dad who had to just divide his kingdom into three parts to stop his three sons arguing. And that's why you've got France, the Netherlands and Germany. Because he went, right, you can have that bit, you can have that bit, you can have that bit. I, I totally give away my point today. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Is that not... really all you had was about the... I... Li- I... Story? I... <laughs> Oh, we should set the lines to flesh out the notes, and then I realised, oh no, you literally just wrote down the event, you stupid idiot. So I, I've disrespected you. Um, I've disrespected (laughs) the big red line through it. I've disrespected myself, uh, but least importantly, I've disrespected Lizzie. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine by me. Sorry about that. Um, let's do the birthdays. Let's go to the birthday of Rani Dugavati, the Queen of Gondwana, who, after her husband died in 1550, decided to be queen on her own. She took over. And when the Mughal general, Asaf Khan, invaded, she personally took over the battle at Narai. Unfortunately, Gondwana was a quite backward province with nothing but old weapons and untrained soldiers, and the Mughals were probably the most advanced military uh, civilization in the uh, Eastern world. She, her command was killed, so she took over the defence herself. Uh, she took an arrow to the ear, um, which wasn't fatal, but then she took another one to the neck, which also wasn't fatal. What? Uh, but when she came round, they said, oh, we're really losing because we are terrible compared to them. Um, essentially throwing stones at them. And she went, right. They said, run away. If you run away, you can get better. We can come back another day. And she said, no, better to die with honour. And she stabbed herself to get out of having to do anything else. Happy birthday to Timothy Treadwell, the environmentalist and documentary filmmaker who founded Grizzly People and who dedicated his life to proving that there could be peaceful coexistence between humans and bears, and on, who on this day, in 2003, was eaten by a bear. Oh. That's Timothy Treadwell. He's the have you seen film Grizzly Man. Oh, have you seen it? Yes. Isn't it I the best not. film ever? <gasps> you, you definitely oh. should see it. Okay. It's one of my favorites. It's got Werner Herzog being very disparaging about so that. So Werner. I do not see any kindness in the eyes of the bears. Just gold death waiting for us all. Amazing. <laughs> it is the... It, uh, and to all our listeners, please, please, please. It must be on YouTube or somewhere. It's yeah. uh, You discover this man, Timothy Treadwell. He lost out to the part of Woody in Cheers. That's right. I never sort of got <laughs> over it. that was his, back, his origin yeah. story. Yeah. He got down to the last two for um, Woody and Cheers, lost out on that, and then decided he was going to make himself by, you know, being this this bear superstar. Mm. And and he's got all of the raw footage of his videos, and it's yeah. him doing take after take of him being perky and generous. But like any psychopath, it just doesn't quite work. It's no. It's utterly beautiful. There are sometimes when he goes completely mad because he stays in Alaska on his own for the entire winter season so from October through to 
or for the summer, so from March through to October. And if you are on your own for that long, you do tend to go mad in September. Mm. And there's loads of footage of him. Thank God we're in October. Yeah, chatting madly while bears destroy his tent behind him and he pretends to be cross with him. That's amazing. Is there a part of you that would, you know, would you go into the wilderness like that alone and see what happened? Not with bears. No, not with bears. Not with bears. Oh, no, I'd love to have a cabin next to a lake on my own, never speaking to anyone. I'd like to be eaten by dogs. You are, Lizzie, every night. You will be. (laughs) I would would very... You know, they talk about old ladies dying and they live with a cat Mm. and if you die in front of a cat, a cat will eat your eyes first because they're the wettest part of you. Are you saying you don't want your ashes scattered? Are you saying that TT is going to have you for TT? If I die naturally, or if I'm tripped over by a little dog, um, and hit my head on some flagstones, while another little dog laughs, and all the little dogs gather around and go, I love you so much. Oh, you taste great. That's not love, is it? It is love. It's totally love. Let her go peacefully. Let her be in the belly of the beast. Yeah, and then on the floor of your dining room. Gigantic act of love. (laughs) (laughs) Industrialised lovemaking. At hotmail.com. I'm using the punchline at hotmail.com way too much, but I do judge anyone with a hotmail address. Yeah. It's the 90s, guys. Outlook.biz. Come on! Yeah, she has one. It's not as bad as AOL.com, surely. AOL is the real marker for I haven't changed this email address since I first got it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm 101121033317 at (laughs) CompuServe.com. I had a CompuServe email address. Of course. Oh, my God. And I remember sending a really, really, really rude photograph to... Um, it was like four ladies. pixels. It would have been like four yeah, pixels. How did you get... How did anyone know what it was of? It was it was disgusting. It, it oh. was when you know when you discovered the internet, you didn't believe it could do these sorts of things. And I found something that I really shouldn't have found. And I sent it to a lady who I was trying to rent a cottage off completely by mistake because I was I was unfamiliar oh with God. that you know the way it fills in addresses oh for you God. what was the thought um, process because you meant to send it to 101170121 I meant to send it to my friend Gavin we were in a competition with each other to see who could find the most disgusting thing on the internet and I think I found it and I sent it to a lady um what and, was it? and then I rang it it was a it was a lady this is going to be just this is just for patreons okay <laughs> yeah, so, yeah what was it Anyway, uh, once I discovered that I... I think I know the picture. Yes, once I discovered that I'd sent it to uh, a lady rather than a very stupid man, I have actually found CompuServe's number and I rang them up and I spoke to a human being and I said, I've sent this email and you, you, you've got... I can't... I need, you can't. I have to get it. You have to get it. have that's to send hilarious. it back to me. Send it back to me because I thought that's how the internet worked. Yeah. <sighs> yes, oh, please, beautiful. please inform the postman. Mm. <laughs> but um, I didn't rent the cottage in the end. No. You'll be. No. Did Did they yeah. retrieve the email? <laughs> I don't think she ever spoke to me again. Gosh, no. What would you I say? Mean, it's How would you it's amazing the idea. It's a lovely cottage. Uh, we've just had a new carpet put in the bedroom, and yeah, I'm sorry, it's not available for those dates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who's winning, Lizzie? Oh, yes, who is winning? I yeah. think Jesus is winning, isn't he? God, yeah. Jesus always wins. And anyone wins. who loves him is winning too. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, one oh, thing we didn't Jesus. tell everyone that they could do 
was they can give no. uh, they can get into the birthdays themselves or get their friends into the birthdays and the death days. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that. If you'd like, if you, your birthday yeah. celebrated, Nat, what should people yeah. do? They should go to the Ko-Fi link um, that's on the Twitter page um, and uh, pay us £10 and that you can have whoever you want in whatever their date their birthday is. Yeah. We will celebrate them. We yes. will probably make fun of them, but we will celebrate them. They will forever be enshrined in date fight law. Yeah. Or for as long as we're on the server. Yeah. As long, yeah. Yeah. As, long as MP3s are a functioning uh, uh, file format. It'll live for a thousand years, forever. But they won't yeah. get a special photo. No, no, no one needs to see that photo. People like, I don't need to see that photo. Because I've almost certainly seen that photo. A very similar <laughs> You've photo. You've got it tattooed on your inner thigh, haven't you? Yeah. I, I saw yeah. the little flicker of recognition on your face and I wonder what that was about. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> we will see you tomorrow. No, yes. I, haven't t- I haven't said oh, who's the winner. Oh, a given, isn't it? <laughs> Dear God, are we going to pretend I could win this? Oh, uh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's absolutely, absolutely right. It's Nathaniel Tess. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Please. Thank you. Shame on you, Jake. Shame, yeah. on me. shame on you. Yes, more shame tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.